Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yes, it's me. And straight away you're going, Simon, why the hell are you here? Like when I go home for Christmas. But you know how life can be. Sometimes it sneaks up on you and slaps you right around the face. So, look, I am still going away. This is still my week of rest, vacation, whatever the hell you want to call it. Everything just got delayed 48 hours. So given that I was going to watch War anyway and I had a camera and I was still hanging around, I thought we may as well take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. <laughs> that rhymed. Very, very happy right now. But yes, hello. I just basically introduced myself. I'm not going to do it again. In fact, let's just hit the intro and get on with it. There is now a new weird voice drawing the WW intro, the whole then, now, forever a bit. And he goes, then. Now, forever, and when you get to the end of it, he goes together. So that was really weird. And of course, because this is the last Raw before the Elimination Chamber premium live event, out came WWE Champion Bobby Lashley and MVP. Bobby Lashley said he was going to kill everybody in the chamber. And then MVP followed this up with some of the most bizarre mass I've ever heard in my life. Because he was like, we've got Bobby Lashley, we've got AJ Styles, and Seth Rollins, and Austin Theory, and Block Reznor, and so on and so forth. Which means Bob has a 16% chance of winning. But when you take the almighty and you stick it into the equation, that goes up to 100%. I'm like, MVP, if you go to a bookies, a bet makers, and you tell them that, they are going to steal all your cash. Somewhere, Scott Steiner got really mad at that comment too. And I already knew what was going to happen here. I was like, we do have an elimination chamber. That's full of a bunch of people. Give it three, two, one. And yes, we got all the interruptions. Seth Rollins was first and he said that he was going to win. And then Riddle followed and he was wearing a toga because he's going to have a toga party later. And then Austin Theory also did this. He was like, oh man, I love Vince McMahon so much. When AJ Styles also arrived, he was like, Riddle, that toga looks great. Lashley then started insulting them one by one. But I was like, Bob, no, get... You know what's going to happen, for goodness sake. Just give it a second, because, of course, who came out at the end to all the cheers and all the love? None other than Cowboy Brock Lesnar. As ever, the Beast is allowed to do whatever the hell he wants in 2022. So he got his coat and he got his hat and he put them on Austin Theory as if he was a coat stand. And Austin Theory's plan was, well, I know what I'll do. I will jump 
Brock from behind and try and beat him up. And who wants to guess how that went? That's right, terribly. Lesnar also took a selfie with Austin Theory's lifeless body. So I was like, way to build new stars, WWE. And look, we could all worry about this in the future, but right here, right now, Brock Lesnar is flabbing brilliant. So yes, really, this was exactly what you would expect given that we do have an elimination chamber and we're a few days out from a premium live event. They just know what they're doing up. However, yes, we mentioned the interruption, so bring it down. It rolls up to 45 in WWE and 63 overall. And this will probably outlive us all. The weirdest thing then happened because Tommaso Ciampa was doing commentary on Raw. And yes, I mean WWE's Tommaso Ciampa. What? Now, because I'm a nerd, I do know everything that's happening in wrestling. So yes, him and Dolphy Boy Blue Ziggles have been feuding on Twitter. This led to Ziggler going to NXT and getting in his face. But if you didn't watch Raw and you did get a little clip here, you would have been baffled. You'd be like, what the hell is going on? Imagine you'd gone to the bathroom and you'd missed that small video. It is just so strange. This also meant Dolphy Boy Blue was going to have a match. And of course, we're not allowed to do anything new in WWE. So he was teaming up with Bobby Roode and they were taking on the Street Profits. And I worked it out. I did the calculations. I've seen this match approximately 32,976 times. It went about three minutes because Raw and it ended when Montez Ford hit one of those wonderful, beautiful frog splashes onto Bobby Roode and he got the one, two, three. Although there was a distraction before this because Tommaso Ciampa and Dolph Ziggler kind of got into it. So Dawkins took some water and he splashed it right in Ziggler's face. He was like, ah, ah, no, I'm melting. Like he was some kind of flipping witch. Shockingly, he was all right because it was just water, but he did lay out Tommaso Ciampa with a super kick afterwards. And all of it just felt like an afterthought. Like when your mum says, you better go tidy your room. Like, man, I don't want to tidy my room. I think WWE sometimes forget that NXT is the same company and I'm giving it a doubt. We were then at Riddle's toga party and do you know who else was there in togas? Apollo Crews, Commander Aziz, Zelina Vega and Carmella. And as we know from skits like this, if you get put in them, does not look good. Riddle was obviously here as well, but he was really upset because Randy Orton was nowhere to be seen when we cut to Randy Orton, who was just in the locker room like, yeah, I ain't going to no stupid toga pie. I've got a match with Seth Rollins later, so I've got to prepare for that. That's pretty much it. And then, well, you weren't gonna believe it. Because Kevin Owens was here talking to us about everything that happened last week and the fact that WWE had run a poll saying, hey, do you believe what Kev said about Texas? The WWE universe said no. We think he hates Texas. When Kevin Owens went, well, you're right. I really, really hate Texas. And I really hate everybody that's in Texas, especially if you were born in Texas. And do you wanna know why he did this? Apparently speculatively with all the rumors. Because WWE wants to do Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Now, here's my thoughts. There is a part of me that's like, man, if we are going to do Stone Cold Steve Austin making his big comeback, it shouldn't be like a five, six week story. We should somehow pull this out so it lasts an entire year. But that's the geek side of me. We take that and we blow it over there. And it comes down to this. If Steve Austin wants to come back and have a match, Steve Austin should come back and have a match. And as a very big Steve Austin fan, if this does happen, I'm going to lose my mind. Now again, just approach it with caution because these things can change on a whim. But if you take Kevin Owens, somebody who I'm very fond of, and you put him against a legend like this, flub me, 
that could rock. And then Raw went Raw, and we shouldn't be too surprised because it's the name of the show. But it was AJ Styles versus Damian Priest for the US title, so I took my ass and I stuck it right in my sofa to get comfortable because I was like, oh, this is going to be a banger. And it was done in about five minutes. And it was good and fun to watch because these guys are both very good at what they do. And we even had a callback to what they did last week because AJ Styles was going to hit the phenomenal forearm. But Damo was like, not this time when he used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. They just beat him. So this really should have been a lot more. And I can't understand why you took AJ Styles, who's going to be in the Elimination Chamber, have him have a US title match, and then he gets defeated. But look, I don't know as of yet, so I'll give it a beat. But man, yeah, that really was a little bit bizarre. However, good match, too short, up. They did shake hands afterwards, which also felt a little bit disappointing. I was like, oh yeah, maybe Damien's going to turn here and he's going to rip AJ Styles' head off and go, ha ha, I have the head of AJ Styles. And I realized it was a PG project, and I should have said it. It was Alexa Bliss time next, and she has recovered. Kinda. Because for some reason, the psychiatrist has now decided that she is okay, so he gave her a present, which was the Lily doll, with the remains of the old Lily inside. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? If I went to that psychiatrist, like, oh my gosh, I love someone so close to me. What's he going to do? Dig him up and go, oh man, I got the urn, I'm giving it to you. I'd be like, bro, you need to back off. So this was all kinds of screwed up. And just to let you know about the structure of it on Raw, this came in two parts. And during the second part, when Alexa Bliss did leave, she just went, oh yeah, there's an elimination chamber on Saturday and there's a spare slot I'm going to be it. Now, I actually like the fact that we have put her in there because she should be doing more wrestling. But given that it was a mystery, I thought it was going to be a big build and a big surprise. So that just felt a little bit like a letdown. I'm not going to lie. If you're not going to have Bianca Belair win it, you 100% should have Alexa Bliss win it. But you know my thoughts on this already. I ain't going on it over again. You're going to get mad at me regardless. And this is getting it down. The sadness then continued because it was Omos versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander... And Omos just destroyed these guys like they were nine. The weirdest part, too, is that it was announced as Omos versus the Hurt Business, even though Shelton versus Cedric have been kicked out of the Hurt Business twice. Sorry, I created such a paradox in my own brain that I just collapsed on the floor. But honestly, this couldn't have lasted two minutes. And while I like Omos, I like the big guy, and we should continue to push him, why do we have to treat Benjamin and Alexander so badly? My answer is I do not know. Down. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. And then the new highlight of Raw was here because it was time for everything with the 24-7 championship. And don't get me wrong, what's basically happened here is that it went so low, it's now bounced back up and going in the other direction. But you would not believe this. Because it began with Reggie and Dana Brooke in a restaurant. And all Dana Brooke does is go, Reggie, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking me to the restaurant. Thank you so much for all your advice. Thank you for being my friend. Did I tell you you're my friend? Because you're my best friend. You really are a friend. Oh, hey, come over here. Friend, friend, friend. Over in the corner, though, Tazawa and Tamina, there's nobody meaner turned up in the worst disguises you'd ever seen in your life. And this is when on the screen it said to be continued. And if you listened in the background, you could hear Dana Brett going, who's my friend? He's my best friend. This is like taking a story shovel and just smacking you in the face. Thankfully, we do not have to come back to this later because I'm going to take both sections and push them together because when we did get back to it, Tamina, Tazawa and our truth had basically just revealed their disguises. I was like, it was such a waste of time. Also, these are not good costumes. Anybody, a blind person would recognize you. As ever, they tried to chase Dana and Reggie down and somehow they got out of the way just by hiding behind a wall. There is no no way it would have worked. And as soon as they did have some time, Reggie just went, right, listen to me, Dana. I want to go out with you. I want to be in a relationship. I was like, bro, have you not listened to a word she's saying? Dana just went, you're just my friend, man. Would you leave it go? In what has to be the most despicable behavior you'll ever see, though, Reggie received his information and went, right, okay, so we're just going to be buds, fine. And he hit her with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And he won the 24-7 title back. So never forget, we cannot unwrap this now. I saw it with my own eyes because Reggie wasn't allowed to date Dana Brooke. He took their entire relationship and just went, ah, screw it. So I was dying. I was absolutely dying even more so because then our truth returned and mocked this poor woman when the waiter turned up and said, oh, by the way, you've got to pay for the check. So wait a minute. Let's take WWE is real. A fight has broken out in a restaurant. A woman is on the floor, clearly upset, and someone that works there goes... I think this is the best time to go and ask and be paid. So it does make my job very hard because this was entertaining. This was super entertaining, but it's also a terrible way to treat anyone. I felt so much sympathy for Dana Brooke, which may be the idea, but I do not think it's a very good message to put out there, and I'm giving it a down. We had more toga party after this, and it was the usual nonsense, and then Corey Graves on commentary went, WWE keeps influencing the world, whatever that stupid new catchphrase is, when it was time for a contract signing because of course it was it was between becky lynch and lita too and honestly the whole time becky lynch basically went lita if you come into this match 
I'm going to kill you. And Lita was like, well, that's one strategy, but I don't just intend to win that championship. I intend to come back for a long time. Becky then doubled down on all this death stuff though, because she was like, no, what's going to happen is you're going to go into this match and you know, there's going to be an outcome to the point where fans think about you. <laughs> they shed a tear. I thought she was just going to get a gun out Thankfully, she didn't. There was then some throwing around of the contracts, but the point is they did both sign. And I tell you what I like about this. You can tell that Becky Lynch is enjoying working with Lita and vice versa. And that means they're going out of the way to make sure this ticks all the boxes. I really quite like it. Up. We then learned we were going to have a gauntlet match to decide who was going to be the last woman in the women's elimination chamber. And the best thing about this is that during every entrance, we got inset promo and nearly everyone was, I must go to WrestleMania. I will win the chamber. Nobody can beat me. I mean, they did sound a little bit like robots. It's not their fault because they're given these scripts to read, but I actually thought this was pretty good, especially because we took Rhea Ripley and we went, hey, let's make her the Iron Woman of this thing. Because she did away with Nikki Ash, you have to presume that feud is done. She did the same with Liv Morgan. She beat Dewdrop, which meant our last match was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair and I swear, not only was this great, but it felt so fresh and it felt so exciting. If WWE didn't notice that and they don't have any plans to do this feud properly down the line, well, I can't do anything about it, but I will go and tweet. I mean, we really should be getting to a point when one of them is champion and the other person is the challenger. While the commentators kept going, oh, we've never seen this match before, which is not true. They work so well together you should go and watch it. They also kept countering each other's finishes, which got me on the edge of my seat. And when Rhea hit a missile drop kick from the top rope for a near two, it actually got me, which is kind of dumb because when was the last time we saw a match end with a flipping missile drop kick? It meant Bianca had to fight back, which she did do with a spine buster. And then she hit the KOD, which looked doubly good because Rhea Ripley is not a small person. And my only worry is this. I think Bianca Belair may win the Elimination Chamber, so why didn't we have Rhea Ripley win here, and then you kind of have them all facing off on a level playing field, unless it does mean Rhea Ripley is going to win, well, to be honest with you, I'd be fine with either of them, and it's getting it up. But then back to our toga party where Riddle was playing the guitar, and I really hope this was planting some seeds for when RK Bro does eventually break up, because Randy Orton was still nowhere to be found, which was terrible, because this is when Alpha Academy attacked Riddle. They hit him with this guitar as well, as they were like, oh man, the party is over now. And this whole story is so simple, and yet it works. I mean, colour me shocked. We then had the Mysterios heading to the rim because they were going to take on Chad Gable and Otis. But I tell you, Chad got to cut a promo during all of this. And not only did he do his shushing thing, but he is just such a great heel. Like, he's a proper asshole. And that whole time he goes, thank you, thank you. It really makes me laugh. He then started to call everybody cheaters, which is fair because Ray and Dominic do cheat a lot. When at first it seemed like he'd been interrupted by the Miz and Maurice. But this was not the case because they were out to do commentary. And as The Miz told us, Chad Gable had invited him. So you can't interrupt people when you get invited. And I know I made a mistake on AEW the day. It happens. I'm an idiot. Given what we had set up here, you could see the finish was coming a mile away. But yes, The Miz got up on the apron. This distracted Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio had no idea what was going on. So he jumped off the top rope and Chad Gable kind of used a version of the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And he beat him. Miz also gave Dominic the skull-crushing finale after this, so I'm going to presume that at WrestleMania, we're doing Dominic versus The Miz because this Saturday at the Elimination Chamber, it was announced we're doing Ray versus The Miz. 
and I didn't think I'd like any of this, but mostly because of Chad Gable, it's absolutely getting an up. I thought it was all right. It was then time for our main event, which was Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton, and honestly, I think they're probably incapable of having a bad match. I was having kittens because I thought it was going to end in a disqualification. I've just been conditioned that way. But honestly, the actual midsection of this, Randy Orton was dropping Seth onto Alan the announce table with a backdrop, and then Seth was coming back with flying knees and dives. I was having a really fun time. Orton also reversed the curb stop into a power slam. I was like, ha that was great. And then Seth was back up and he smashed Randy with a super kick. But then from nowhere, that is always the way, Randy Orton hit the RKO. And I was like, no, not Seth. However, this was the sign for the Alpha Academy's music to hit. So Randy was like, ah, oh, I don't understand what's going on. But Riddle being the better friend of the two, he came out to beat them up. And then all of a sudden, Orton was like, oh man, I better go and help Riddle. But that meant when he did get back in the ring, Seth Rollins had recovered, he hit the curb stomp and still somewhat surprisingly beat him for the one, two, three. So I was overjoyed because I'd much rather have shenanigans like this than another flipping disqualification. And actually, it sets up loads because Seth Rollins gets an important win before coming into the chamber. We know that we're going to get RK Bro versus Alpha Academy at some point. Round of applause all round. And also the best thing with that Elimination Chamber match is really you could argue it five separate ways. I mean, maybe not Austin Theory, but even then, point is, smart main event, getting it up. Sadly though, we do have to end on a down because look, we have been through the whole show and I haven't mentioned Veer once because for some reason, the vignettes have stopped again. Maybe Veer was driving along, he rang up and said, look, I'm not gonna get there. I'm completely lost. So they canceled it, but honestly, this is farcical now. It's so ridiculous. It's going to be 2032 and Veer's still not going to get to Raw. Actually, that gives me an idea. We time traveling into the future. Because that's right, here it is. Here is my time traveling device. You were saying that's just a battery. No, it's not. What we do, we hit it three times and away we go. One, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, yes, it's me, Simon from the future. Just to let you know, Veer... Still hasn't made it to Raw. We lost him around about 2119 or whatever years I said back in the day. And you'll be pleased to know WWE is still run by Vince McMahon and Brock Lesnar is still the Universal Champion. Well, that was daft. Down. Which brings us to the end of yet another episode of Monday Night Raw. And I thought mostly this was all right, especially because even the bad stuff I was howling at. And that's no bad thing, even though we could argue that a different way. And I'm giving it up. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTful15. So head to bollnbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.